your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I would like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen this Wednesday afternoon. And as always, you can find Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, folks, we will be looking at last night's overtime win against the Tampa Bay Lightning. A lot to unpack from this game. So let's dive on into that stuff right now. So heading into this game, the Carolina Hurricanes, they ended up going with the starting lines that I suggested that they should go with. They they were going back to what was working for them when they were having their win streak. And a couple other things before we head into the actual game. Trip Tracy mentioned on the broadcast that he, uh, he was talking with uh, Tampa Bay Lightning captain Steven Stamkos, um, which I'm assuming is for you know the Dinging In With Trip podcast. And Stamkos compared the Hurricanes to the Lightning before they got over the hump and ended up winning back-to-back cups. And I think that's a very, very high compliment. And... There are definitely some comparisons there. It's just like the teams, you know, they had everything going for them, but they just couldn't get over that hump. So that's a really high compliment from the Tampa Bay captain. And on the radio broadcast, I think Alec Campbell brought up a good point of getting that first loss out of the way. The streak had kind of become a thing, and... Just getting that first loss done out of the way. And that can be good for folks because now they're not worrying about a win streak. They're just focused on getting out there and winning games. Because while the team is definitely saying, yeah, they're taking it one day at a time, yada, 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 you win nine straight games. You're thinking like, okay, can we go to 10? Can we tie that record? Can we break that record? And don't get me wrong. It really, it would have been cool to see them tie the record and break the record. Of course, that would have been cool to see, but it feels like you know it's done. It's out of the way. Time to move on to the next one, and that's what the Hurricanes did. You know, they're heading into this game looking to obviously bounce back from that ugly loss against the Panthers on Saturday, and in years past, something that the Hurricanes. Always ended up doing was they would follow up a win streak with a losing streak. So they're looking to buck that trend, and they obviously did. They won two to one in overtime. Hooray. So, yeah, long story short, we won. But, you know, diving into this game as a whole, period by period, I think, you know, the first period was really going to be big for me because you, you look at. How the Hurricanes obviously started out against Florida and had started out in the past few games of they did not start out playing good. The other team ends up scoring really early and, you know, it's just not. And the Hurricanes are having to dig themselves out of a hole, you know, from the get-go. And they didn't do that in this game. I think they looked a lot better 
in first period his best period they've had in a while as a whole i mean yeah there's the third period against chicago where they came back one blah, blah blah of course you know stuff like that's good but like as a whole yeah this was the best period they played in a while they they obviously know the Tampa Bay Lightning really well. This was the 16th time these teams have played each other in a calendar year. So these teams knew each other really, really well. And, you know, Freddie Anderson, he was tested really early in this game. And he stood tall, which is great because in a couple of the past games, you know, the Hurricanes, like I said, they'd give up early goals and they'd have to dig themselves out of a hole. So they didn't have to do that this game, which I think was really, really good. Kokniemi and Jordan Stahl were looking really good. They were real standouts in this first period, along with Freddie Anderson. So I think yeah, these the Hurricanes knew what they had to do in this game, and that was bounce back, and they did. And you can't. You can't continue to dig yourself in holes, and they avoided that trend again, which is really, really good for the team, and I do hope that continues, but you know, you look into the rest of the period, and it definitely wasn't a perfect period. I know like I'm really raving about the game and, and whatnot in this period, but you know, you look at just these shots on goal for the Hurricanes in the first period alone. They had 12 shots on goal compared to the Lightning's three. And that was kind of a story of the game. Yeah, that They ended up with 31 shots on goal compared to Tampa's 18. And the Hurricanes, they're just shooting, 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 shooting. And nothing is working for them. And I will say... They are going against the best goaltender in the world there. So that definitely plays a factor in that. But it seems like for the past few games, it's just the Hurricanes have so many shots on goal and they have absolutely nothing to show for it or very little. And I do wish you know, the Hurricanes would maybe choose their shot selection a little bit better. I know that's something I've definitely been critical of in the past where like, and I will be critical of it here in a little bit of them just passing, 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 passing and not shooting. But then you have a game like this where they're shooting a lot, but nothing is working for them. And like I said, you are going against the best goaltender in the world. So that, Definitely plays a factor in that you you can't take that out of the equation. Again, Andre Vatsalski, best goalie in the world. The guy is not human. And but we're gonna look at something here in the second period that was a really, really, really big glaring issue in this game for me, even though we got the win, and we will talk about that right after this quick break. Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store to sell their products. Shopify store owners can sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, their point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses so upstarts, startups, and establishes businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online, 
and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial businesses come true. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. It allows you to gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL, that's in all lowercase letters, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's full entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL right now shopify.com slash locked on nhl now you guys know me you know i love thanksgiving and all of the good food and treats that come along with it but maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar now is the perfect time for built bar built bar is the new holiday dessert feast on something delicious and feel good about it one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories and to be frank that's on the low end most built bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut built bar or go for a raspberry built bar instead of that slice of raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any kind of pie. Built bars are low calorie, low carb, low fat and high protein and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Built bars is a great option for when you're hungry, if Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, just go for a built Bar or two. Share some at your family gatherings. It may make things a little less awkward if you're bringing some food, and you never know. You may turn your aunt or uncle on to built Bar because they haven't tried it yet. With new surprises all month long, limited time flavors arriving at BuiltBar.com regularly, so check the website often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday, so mark your calendar because Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So moving on into the second period, one big thing you know, in this period before we get into the positives was that the Hurricanes had a 5-on-3 opportunity in this period. And they were not shooting at all. I think they maybe have one shot on goal in this entire 5-on-3. And the thing is, this wasn't a normal 5-on-3. Andre Vasilevsky lost a skate blade during this so he couldn't push off of his left leg and the hurricanes just kept passing puck passing 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 and changing positions but they wouldn't actually shoot the thing and that has been an issue i've had with the hurricanes for quite some time really ever since this show started is that they quite often won't capitalize on opportunities like that they just continue to Pass the puck around. Just pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it. That's all they do. 
when this, I know, like I said earlier, they were just shooting, 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 and, you know, they almost doubled uh, Tampa's shots on goal, but only had two goals on the night. But like I said, you are going against the best goaltender in the world, and here you have a five-on-three opportunity, and that goalie is missing a skate blade, and you don't score. They are so lucky that not capitalizing on that five-on-three did not come bite them, come back and bite them in the butt, because you you have that five-on-three and you don't capitalize it. Usually, that's going to bite you in the butt, regardless. But you had that kind of opportunity and you didn't do anything about it. They're so lucky. I mean, especially against a team like Tampa. You that is oh that really frustrated me. And that was a really big point in the second period. Was yes, Freddie, he was continuing to make big stops for the hurricanes. He 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 had this one especially great one where he robbed Andre Palat. If you haven't seen the replay of that, go watch it. It is absolutely amazing. And Freddie is really showing why the Hurricanes signed him. And they're looking more like his overall body of work rather than just a, that last season or two in Toronto. So that that's very good there. But again, the second period, it was just... They're just not taking the chances and they're they're giving up really great chances and they're just again passing the puck around rather than actually taking that really good shot opportunity that they had because again going back to that five on three what the hell and the thing is they're down one nothing at that point already because Tony D'Angelo lost a battle behind the net and Trocek lost Steven Stamkos, and that led to a really easy goal for Tampa. So you're already down one nothing, and you didn't capitalize on that opportunity. And that was, uh, that was infuriating there because this team is too good and too skilled to be passing up opportunities like that. And again, like that's just extremely frustrating that they're doing stuff like that because. You, know, you look at this game, this was a very physical and gutsy game for the Hurricanes. You know, you know, Each team had two penalties against each other in the first period. And you look at, and you look at the penalties that these guys were taking. They're really doing good at drawing penalties off of each other in this game. The Hurricanes got really lucky that their penalty kills stepped it up in this game and prevented Tampa from getting any luck on the power play. Tampa went 0 for 4 on the power play. Hurricanes ended up going, uh, what was it, 1 for 5 on the power play in this game, which is okay. I'll say that. It was... Tavo Teravainen getting the power play goal at the 9.56 mark in the third, and we'll talk more about that when we talk about the third period in overtime. But again, the second period was a very, very frustrating period with them just not capitalizing on chances, giving stuff up, and just 
like I've said in the past, trying to make that extra pass that they don't need to make because you should have scored on that five on three. And they got damn lucky that Tampa didn't take advantage of them not taking advantage of it. But, you know, obviously I just mentioned Tavo scored the game tying goal in the third period. And we'll talk about the third period right after this quick break. Bet Online is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile websites to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, and UFC, and even right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Now it's time to go back and look at the third period and overtime. In the second period, again, I was very critical of the team there because they passed up on that amazing five-on-three opportunity when they were down one nothing. Yeah, Freddie was great. He was making some good stops. And, you know, there's they were going into this third period down one nothing when it should have been tied, let's be honest. They should have scored when on that five-on-three. They should have, but they didn't. So... You're heading into the third down one nothing. Now I would say as a as a whole in the third period they played good. They they did. And you know, as I mentioned, Tavo ended up tying it up, scoring his 99th career goal on an absolutely beautiful feed from Andre Sveshikov and Vincent Trocek. So yeah, that was great for them. And like I said, they played good in the third. They really bounced back. And like I said, they got lucky here. And the defense and the penalty kill really stepped it up here in the third period because Tampa easily, it, it's Tampa Bay. They easily could have notched a goal, got away with the win. Easily could have happened, but thankfully the Hurricanes defense really stepped it up and they ended up forcing overtime. And overtime was, let's say, interesting <laughs> because, yes, the Hurricanes ended up forcing overtime and we thought Brady Shea ended up scoring the game-winning goal, but that one ended up getting called back because Vincent Trocek was offsides. And man, oh man, when that happened and it got called back, I'm like, all right, you know, this is it. You know, it, Tampa's going to come back. They're going to capitalize on this opportunity that the Hurricanes are a little upset. They're going to take advantage of the emotion. And they're going to score. Thankfully, uh, Freddie Anderson ended up standing tall for us. And then Martin Natchez ends up beating Victor Hedman and beating Andre Vasilevsky and getting the game-winning overtime goal against Tampa Bay again. He's done it before, did it again, and that one obviously didn't get called back. So absolutely great, great stuff. Not really a lot to say about the third period in overtime. The Hurricanes went out and played the way they should. That's how they should have played in the second period rather than just passing, 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 passing. 
They played like they should. And this was a really gutsy and physical win. This was a hard-fought win. This wasn't a gimme game or anything like that. They had to earn this one, and they did. And I think this was a really good statement win for the Hurricanes after that ugly loss on Saturday. Because, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, they needed to bounce back in this game. And... Like I mentioned, in years past, they tend to follow good win streaks with losing streaks. And they were able to buck that trend last night down in Tampa. So that was really great stuff from the Hurricanes there. But again, this is not a perfect game by any means. The They, they were better when it came to penalties, but they still need to cut back on some of that stuff. They really do. You got lucky that your, your penalty kill really stepped up and didn't allow any power play goals for Tampa because that easily could have been the case. It was the case in the playoffs that Tampa was scoring on the power play. They had the best power play in the NHL, and, you know, we got lucky. We really, really did. And I will say the Hurricanes, they need to be a little bit more selfish sometimes, going back to that second period where they just kept passing it around on that five on three with Vasilevsky missing at skate blade. They need to be a bit more selfish and shoot more again. Yeah. They had 31 shots on goal and two goals. Again, they almost double Tampa. So, you know, experience hurricanes hockey as people say on Twitter, you know, with all those shots. But again, you were going against the best goalie in the world there. So you do need to factor that in there, but they need to stop making unnecessary passes and be a bit more selfish. They've got to do that. And again, you got really lucky that that five on three didn't come back to bite you in the butt. You really did. And they need to take this win and build off of it because you, you got to get back into the swing of things after that ugly loss, you put it behind them. You got to win. Now it's time to move on to Friday against Philly you got a back-to-back against Philly and and St. Louis on Friday and Saturday let's capitalize off of this stuff because again you don't want to fall in a rut and not be able to dig yourself out of it 2018-19 ain't gonna happen all the time let's not dig ourselves in a hole early that we can't get ourselves out of and thankfully the Hurricanes are looking to avoid that you know, they're still sitting atop the Metro Division right now and still one of the best teams in the NHL. They're obviously off to the best start in franchise history at 10-1-0. and And we'll see how things go for the Hurricanes moving forward because not only did, you know, we have all these injuries of Brett Pesci, Auntie Ronta, and Nino Niederreiter, he was also placed on the IR. Hurricanes recalled Josh Levio from Chicago, and we'll talk more about that in tomorrow's episode. Today was definitely focused on the game on against Tampa. So in tomorrow's episode, we'll be talking about Nino, as well as all the other injuries that the Hurricanes are dealing with and how they can bounce back from that. So I hope you're looking forward to that. And now that you've made... Locked on Hurricanes, your first listen of the day. Go make Locked on NHL your second listen. You know all about that great show where they talk about all the biggest stories across the league. 
So again, in tomorrow's episode, we'll be discussing Josh Levio's call-up, you know, getting placed on IR, and the other news surrounding the Carolina Hurricanes right now. But in the meantime, go follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.